Welcome to the Perpessence Podcast. I am your host, Brian Dussault. I am ecstatic about today's episode. I talk about vulnerability, surrender, and having a tight circle of people that lift each other up. And I do that quite a bit on my Instagram, actually. It's at Brian underscore Dussault. You can follow that. I highly recommend checking out the videos on there. But today, we have this subject matter on a podcast. Not only that, we have a special guest, Don Yee, on the Perpessons podcast. I'm going to tell you right now, not too many people are able to pull themselves up together by their bootstraps and keep fighting in this trench warfare called life. Now, throw a circumstance in there where all odds are against you. This is a test of true character. Everything you learn on this show isn't for when life is going great. We're preparing you for when life is throwing you into the grinder and there's no way out. We're training you to be a warrior. A warrior does not know battle until they come to know peace. You cannot fight a war until you win the internal battle within your heart, spirit, mind, soul, and body. When you come to know peace within, you, think you then can expand that outside your horizon and help others love others, understand them, and give them the tools to fight their own battles. Don's story is really inspiring. I'm extremely thankful to have him on the show. And I just want to give a quick shout out. This would have never happened if it wasn't for my good friend, Kevin Lynch. Hey, what's up? <laughs> Kevin is a, a real estate agent out of Toledo, Ohio. And he set this whole thing up. I'll make sure to have the links in the show notes. And uh, you can check him out. He... Uh, is with uh, Key Reality. Do you, are you? Uh, it's key Realty, but it's all it's all good. Key, key Realty, my bad. Yeah, it's okay. Um, yeah, and uh, I'll definitely put that in the show notes, and they can click on the links yeah, and yeah. everything. Of course. Uh, Don Yee, thank you for coming on the Perpessence Podcast. No, thank you for having me. Kevin told me about your story when we were at uh, the attic, and my jaw just dropped, man. Like, it's it's crazy, and yeah. uh, we're like, we gotta have you on the show. So, yeah, let's get right into this. What happened? Well, <clears throat> so I actually got a phone call one night uh, saying that my father, who was visiting Korea on vacation, was in the hospital and that <clears throat> um, he, was he, he was under induced coma. Uh -huh. So they said, well, you need to get over here and... Um, that was like on the weekend. I think it was a Saturday I got a call. And then, so I tried, I need, I didn't have a passport or anything. So anyway, I got, and that was like, I don't know if it, you guys remember the polar vortex. I can't yeah. do that we Yeah, how yeah, can you it, you know? Yeah, so <laughs> when I made the appointment to get my passport, I had to go to, um, it was it was for Wednesday, and the polar vortex forced all the federal offices closed down oh, yeah. up in Detroit. Okay. So I didn't get my. Uh, so Wednesday they were closed. Thursday they were closed. So they set my appointment for Friday, and when I went Friday, they were. Um, I got I got the passport that day, luckily, but I couldn't travel until Saturday. So. Uh, 
when I got there, uh, he he had already passed. Mm, sorry to hear. <clears throat> My condolences, man. I didn't I didn't even know, dude. That's yeah. So I yeah I didn't. And at, at that point, uh, he, he, they already went, did the funeral and all, so I missed all that. So I was just going there. So my because I knew he had passed, I was only going there for trying to get there for three days, mm -hmm. just try to get all the affairs in order. Yeah. So when I left here Saturday, I got to Korea on Sunday, and I was supposed to come back on Wednesday. So when I went to the airport on Wednesday, they said that uh, well the the attendant at the uh, uh, at the desk said uh, well we can't issue a ticket. I was like well why not. And he said, well, I don't know. You, you have to go uh, to the uh, Korean immigration office. And uh, so I went there and they were like, well, we don't know why <laughs> you can't leave. Yeah. And giving uh, you the runaround. Basically. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. That day I was like, well, what do I do? They said, you got to go check out the passport office. So I went to the passport office. And, uh, you know, they were closed, actually. It was a Korean holiday. So they were closed. So I went back to the immigration office, back to the attendant, trying to figure out what's going on. And I finally was like, well, you know, the flight attendant actually said that, uh, you know, do you have dual citizenship? I was like, no, I'm a U.S. citizen. I don't have dual citizenship. He said, because he, he actually said, because we see a lot of this with people with dual citizenships. Oh, so it's like a discrepancy is what you're saying? Like in no, because uh, because Korea has a Korea still has the conscription laws. So if you have a dual citizenship, Korea considers you a Korean citizen still. So you are still obligated to serve in the Korean army. Mm. Okay. All males are. Okay, okay. So Yeah, so they say, well, you know, they see it a lot because a lot of people don't know. You know, you got to file these paperwork saying, you know, I'm a U.S. citizen, I'm not a Korean citizen and all that. Um, so but I knew from reading before that if you get the U.S. citizenship, your Korean citizenships automatically annulled. Makes sense. Yeah. But so the, so what happened was so so they said, well, you know, you might want to go check with the police. <laughs> And they gave me a phone number and everything. So I went to the police and they did, they're like, well, we don't know why you're stuck here. So, I'm, so I'm at this point, you, you visited like four different people to get yeah, this yeah, information yeah. And, and everyone's giving you the runaround. Nobody like, knew, nobody knew. Right. And they just knew that my name came up, you know, there was a red flag and nobody right. knew that why. Right. So the police is like, they gave me the, the phone number they gave me. Well, the, when, the, when my name came up, a phone number came up saying, call this number. So I, was, I tried to call that number like, uh, I tried to call that number and it was a holiday. So all the offices were closed. Man. So I'm like, dude, I, I don't know what to do because right. yeah, yeah. it's going to be closed Wednesday and Thursday. Um, no, it, Wednesday was closed and Thursday I had to wait until the next day. And I was trying to fly out that day. Right. Well, yeah. And, I mean, you have your business and stuff here back at right, home and I'm right. sure, like life doesn't stop, you know? Right. So I'm just, I'm just, I just figured if I call them, They'll just clear everything up. Hey, so I'm a U.S. citizenship citizen now, uh, you know. So I thought that was gonna be it, but I, so I went to the airport police and they looked up the number, and that we, you know, he it, thirty minutes there with the police and they finally figured out it was the Korean Jongno police, which is like downtown Seoul okay. police, and um. So that's where you you went to. You were in Seoul. 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah. I've always how, wanted to go how there. Is that? How is Seoul? Yeah, it looks I've beautiful. I've heard nothing but good things about oh, Seoul. Yeah, oh, yeah. It, I mean, I, I, I was in Korea uh, in 2012, I left. Okay. I was in the military, so I served in Korea okay. in the U.S. Army. But since then, they've really beautify the city i mean there's i mean it's really really nice that's awesome yeah if if you've ever wanted to go you you need to go it's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's on my bucket list for yeah sure. there is there is <laughs> it, yeah there, it is a very beautiful city and it's very touristy actually yeah they, they made all these uh you know um developments to make it right. you know tourist friendly um so you were talking with the police and this yeah. is what day three so that's still i'm still on wednesday oh, okay i'm gotcha. still on the day i'm supposed to leave they, when, and then the police is like at the airport he's like well you're not gonna be able to leave today right. because you got to go see that the soul police right uh, so soul i'm like police. oh man so i go, I go to the flight <laughs> attendant i'm like well i think i'm gonna have to extend my uh flight one day mm-hmm. so they were like well um i can do that but you know um are you are you sure? I was like, well, actually, I'm not sure because they say, you know, because I, I have to go to the police station first and I don't know what time uh, I'll be done. So she said, well, we can cancel your ticket for you. So anyway, we, we canceled the ticket, uh, not canceled, but we uh, hold on. canceled the flight yeah. and then, yeah, put a hold on the ticket. So I went to the police station and they're like, well, OK. So when I went to the police station, they said, well, we don't know. They didn't know either. So they said, and they said, asked me the same same thing. Are you a U.S. citizen? I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, I got the U.S. passport yeah. here. Um, and uh, like my home address is in the U.S. And so I gave them all that. And they, you know, they they couldn't find me in the in their system for a while because, you know, everything's in English and their system is Korean. So mm-hmm. I, I got there around 9 a.m., 8.30, 9-ish. And then at noon they come back. You know, they told me to wait around. They come, they come back out, and they said, "Well, they show me this piece of paper that says an arrest warrant." So they, they're telling oh, me, "Oh, geez, so you're just like, yeah, so I'm can't like, catch a break. dude, I'm just trying to go home." And they say, "Well, I, I, we have to put you under arrest." I was like, "Does that mean I have to go to jail?" She, and you know, the detective said, "Yeah, yeah, you're going to go to jail today." What went through your mind there? I was like, <laughs> I didn't know what. You know, I didn't know what to think because, right. you know, I'm I'm just thinking, you know, oh, well, I didn't do anything wrong. Right. Yeah. I'm just living. <laughs> right. I'm just yeah. trying to, you know. And uh, so, they but they did say, well, it shouldn't be too long. You know, all we have to do is we got to clear with the prosecutor to see if we can let you go um, and, you know, see what you need to do. So they put me in jail around noon. And uh, actually, the police officers were really kind enough. They actually, I, I saw them like really hurrying to. Working for yeah, you. they were yeah trying to get things That's done. Awesome. Yeah, That's trying awesome. to get me out because they knew I, you know, I didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, or things, but it was, a, it was a technicality. Right, they had to. Right, had to do it was it. something that they had to yeah. do. So, uh, so around five o'clock comes around. I'm like, well, you know, I'm in jail for five hours now. Well, shoot, I'm I'm gonna looks like I'm gonna spend the night because I'm thinking everybody's <laughs> gone home already. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. So, so I just, you know, I'm, I'm laying there. I'm like, oh man, I got actually Korean jails are actually pretty comfortable. 
<laughs> You're like, I, I can get used to this. Yeah, it wasn't <laughs> but, too bad because they actually had like little snacks on the side for huh. you. Damn, that's cool. Yeah, but I mean, it was still a jail, but it was like probably the size of this office here. And the uh, floors were heated, and <laughs> they gave us blankets. <laughs> they, like, they didn't have a bed or anything, but you know, private bathroom. Yeah, and, holy crap! Yeah, yeah. So, I've never so I've never been to like American jail, but it, does, it doesn't sound as nice as that. Yeah, you know no, what I'm saying? Me, I've never been to jail. I'm like, well, you know, was, it, I mean, it literally looked like a living room. You know? Yeah, yeah. damn, that's you know, crazy. Living room, living room. But anyway, so five o'clock comes around. I asked the, the, um, I guess the. Um, security guards you know the police officers there i was like well if i'm gonna be here can i you know can, can i get a book or something yeah, <laughs> right. yeah. yeah so they gave me a they gave me a book and i was you know started reading it around six o'clock i see the detective come in you know she, she she looked like she was she was running in and you know got the paperwork and they say well hey you you can get out now <laughs> i'm like okay <laughs> okay so now i'm going home so you know i'm thinking well tomorrow on friday i'll fly out but the detective said, no, you can't fly out. Yeah, we'll give you a call. But it looks like probably next, uh, uh, because it's the weekend now, it'll probably be next week before you can fly out. Man. So I'm like, okay, well, shoot, that sucks. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know. But, um, you know, a couple more days, it ain't going to hurt nobody. You know, I, I called home. I was like, it looks like I'm going to be a couple of days late. This is what's happening. Yeah. How did <clears throat> everyone feel at home? Well, I mean, at that point, it wasn't, it wasn't that big of a deal because... You know, a couple more days. You know, they just watch somebody's watching the front for a couple of days. You know, yeah. So it wasn't that. So a, a three day vacation had now become a one week vacation. Right. So I'm like, well, not a vacation, but a trip. <laughs> three day yeah, trip. Had to well, yeah. I mean, you went there originally for your dad. You right. Know, which is so like, yeah. It's crazy. So. So I get a hotel room near the police station because I wanted to be able to come back as soon as possible. Yeah. Um, thinking, you know, okay, well, I'll probably go home Monday. You know, they came, they call me on Friday. You know, I'm waiting around in the hotel room. They call me Friday, say, "Hey, you need to come in. Uh, we got some information for you." I was like, "Oh, okay, good. Well, they they must have got it done early." Yeah. You know, so I go in, and they give me they show me the letter from the prosecutor's office or the they call it the Ministry of Justice it's office, and uh, they say, "Well, looks like they're going to hold you for 30 days." I'm like, "What do you mean for 30?" For 30 days well they say well that's how long it's going to take to prosecute you so <laughs> i don't think anyone so, can do 30 days you know yeah. <laughs> so it sounds like their their justice system is a little bit like ours in terms of right no it's one's getting stuff done everyone's thing, moving yeah. at a snail's pace kind of yeah so it's, any bureaucracy works the same way yeah, you yeah. Know? so it's i mean technically it's nobody's fault but i'm like well you know you, i can't do this i can't right. stay in this country for 30 days yeah. i can't i can't afford the fee i mean Stay in a hotel for 30 days. Yeah. You know, I got to eat. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. And I got a business. I just bought a business. You know, I bought it in January 1st. I took over January 1st. And this was early February. So I had only, I, I left in February 2nd. So I had only run the business for one month, you know, on my oh, own. Yeah. And I'm like, oh man, this, I, there's no way I can do this, you know, because I, I will be ruined. I'll be out living out. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Thinking, I'm thinking in my mind. And I told the officers, you know, I'm, I might be able to, have, you know, sleeping outside in the uh, street corner in front of your uh, police station, yeah. you know. And I, you know, I got a business back at home that I, I need to run, and I'm, I'm going to be ruined. And, and I'm, I'm sorry, but that's the best we can do. But and then they said that 
Well, after the 30 days, you might be, you could be either fined or, uh, or imprisoned because, you know, technically what they're saying is when I turned 18, I was still a Korean citizen. I didn't get my U.S. citizenship until I was like 30, I think, 30. Okay. And during that time, you were still a Korean citizen. So you, you were, when you got your U.S. citizenship, I was supposed to report back to Korea saying, hey, I'm not coming back to Korea. I got a U.S. citizenship okay. now. And uh, I didn't know that. So in my mind, I'm thinking, well, I'm a U.S. citizen. That, because during, during that period where I was still a Korean citizen and adult, for the most of it, I was in the U.S. Army. Yeah, and I, I went back and forth in Korea. So I went to Korea um, as a U.S. soldier twice and served for four years in Korea and eight years in the U.S. Army altogether. So, um, you know, when I got my citizenship, I had no idea I had to report back to Korea because I had no problems before, yeah, you know. But anyway, so I got caught up in the this law that was, you know, not very well... I guess it's advertised. It's, it's right. archaic. Yeah. So it's, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's how are you supposed to know that when you're not there? Right. <laughs> and I came when I was nine, so yeah. I had no idea. I knew right. they had a conscription law, but I, you know, I, I've been to Korea and I, I'm a U.S. citizen. Yeah. I didn't think that was a right. problem because I was sure. driving with the U.S. passport. <clears throat> because you know, but they said, well, so the prosecutor's going to decide what, gonna, what they're going to do with you. So that's when I went on Facebook and I posted, well. Here I am. I'm stuck in Korea. Please, yeah. you know, I need I need to get home because I'm. I was I'm, at that point. I'm really desperate. I'm trying because I'm. Yeah, I'm thinking all kinds of things in my mind. Like I'm okay. I when I go back home, I'm. You know, I had a business for one month and they're gonna be closed. Yeah, and, you know, oh, man. I have nobody to run. You know. Yeah. The business and you know I, I'm gonna be out of money by the time I get back and. All that, you know, like yeah. a million things going through my mind. So uh, out of desperation, I put it posted on Facebook saying, hey, you know, this is what happened. And uh, literally, like, not even a couple minutes went by. My phone started beeping. Yeah, people commenting, you know, and, you know, commenting and supporting. And they're saying, oh, my God, I can't believe, you know. Yeah. And, uh. Uh, people, you know, sharing my sharing the story and th- yeah. things like that. So it just went crazy from there. I couldn't. I, I, I honestly, I didn't. I did not think that was going to happen. Right. You, you didn't know, even I was know just, at the time, probably. Yeah. Right. I'm just thinking. Some of my friends and family who saw the post, maybe they can call the congressman. Maybe they can <laughs> yeah. help me with the yeah. uh, embassy. Because actually, I went to the embassy on Friday after they told me the news. And the embassy actually said, "Well, we can't really help you because we can't interfere with Korean law." I'm like, I'm like, and I told him, I was like, well, I'm a U.S. citizen, you know? Yeah. I, I, I don't even understand the law. I don't even know why I'm being subjected to this because, you know, uh, I'm not a Korean citizen anymore, mm-hmm. so I right. shouldn't be subjected to the conscription law anymore. Well, they say, well, we can't help you. And they pretty much just turned me away that day. And well, I think, but I don't think they were being malicious or anything, but it was just that. It really was nothing they could yeah, do. It's out of their control. Yeah, right, right. it really was out of their control. Hmm. So, so um, you know, I'm venting on my on Facebook like, oh, you know, U.S. Embassy turned you away. And, yeah. And uh, you know, I was really desperate. So, and I couldn't believe the support I got, and you know, so many people shared. And then I was just hoping that maybe 
you know, a couple people. Yeah, isn't that crazy team. how people just come together like that? That like was when amazing. You're in need. Yeah, it was like, amazing. I couldn't. I mean, to see that love from the community. Oh my gosh! You know? yeah. yeah, it's awesome. You know, and I, I've said it over and over and over. And you know, my whatever happened over there, if, you know, the whole the whole ordeal. You know, at that, it was almost a blessing in disguise. Yeah, yeah. You know? Because I mean, it, I mean, it wasn't easy. I think, like I, because you know, walking around Seoul alone, because I, you know, no. They got a great public transportation system, yeah, so you okay. can. But you know, I'm not. I think I locked over 220 miles just Holy walking yeah, around Seoul. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. So yeah, but um, yeah. So people, just, you know, were calling their congressmen. They were calling senators, and it's a couple of people even wrote, "Hey, we tweeted Donald Trump, Trump for you." <laughs> yeah, dude, that's crazy, man. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and you know, and uh, yeah, yeah. It was it was just I, I couldn't believe it, and I, I'm just so thankful. And through the whole thing, I met a lot of great people um, who helped me, and uh, who you know, not even it, it didn't even have to be a physical help or anything. You know. Yeah. Even if even people who say, "Hey, we're praying for you," yeah, and yeah. things like that. I mean that. They took just just seeing to, that, yeah, maybe. they didn't have to do that at all. Oh, yeah. no, exactly, yeah. Just seeing that just made me yeah. feel like, okay, this this is you know it's gonna I, be okay. It's gonna be okay, yeah. right? And then you know, I saw that uh, they were going to my restaurant to support, you know, nice to support me. That's good. And uh, so, do you think that is like your? That's also a blessing too. Like, I mean, oh I'm sure that, I'm sure this has helped your business tremendously. You know? Oh yeah, I mean, not not, I guess far away from just helping my business just being i guess just seeing that kind of support you know yeah. um it, it was really you know it was a blessing and yeah. people who you know forgotten about you know tea tree and said oh my gosh yeah we went back just you know just to support you I've had my and they were, my sister was telling me that my mom and my sister were telling me that, uh, and they really stepped up. I I gotta really mention yeah. that. I give a shout. They were really. I am really proud of them because I I didn't think they they were gonna be able to pull it off. Yeah. Because you know that's awesome, man. They've never you know run it on their own, and I've actually been running the restaurant for three years before I took over. Mm-hmm. So you know, and I didn't yeah. think it was. Gonna so be it's a, it's your way. I'm sure you're right. your way. And, it. Yeah. Yeah, and. Neither one of them actually ever ran a restaurant on, on their own. So. Right. So it's, yeah, that's yeah. a, yeah. I, so I don't I, know what to do. Right, exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they, they really, they, yeah. I really, how do they, uh, how do they like it? Like being forced in that situation where they're like. No, I mean, my sister, I, actually the restaurant, me and my sister bought it together. She So she's my partner. Okay. And she was learning the ropes. So it was a kind of a, a uh, forced training yeah, yeah, for yeah. Her, trial know. by fire yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty <laughs> much like yeah. it. <laughs> so it worked it worked out and, and you know I, I'm really proud of them but just seeing everybody you know just people just saying hey, I'm praying for you just so what got you through the 30 days like did you what was your how did you cope oh just people I mean Every day, somebody would messaging me or calling me. Yeah, and, you know that just gave me. Uh, you feel encouragement. You feel, okay, there you go. So you felt like 
like that there is hope and that like you gotta oh, be fine oh gosh yeah I mean I mean instead of just like oh, oh my business is gonna uh, right like, like, uh, no go out of business yeah, and, yeah, like, yeah I'm not gonna, yeah you got out of that mindset right right even after a couple of days I mean I still I was still desperate to get get back home of course yeah you know so I'm still running around Seoul trying to find <laughs> I, I went to the Korean uh, immigration office out downtown and you know, I went to the police station. I went to the prosecutor's office. I yeah. went to the Ministry of Justice. You know, I'm still running around trying of to course. find a way home. But, you know, every day somebody's calling me and, you know, um, somebody's, uh, you know, video chatting me and talking yeah. to me. And this just gave me so much, so much encouragement. And at that point, you know, even at that point, after a week or so, I'm like, well, I'm not, you know, I want to go at home, but I'm not as worried as, yeah. you know, when I first posted it. Mm-hmm. And it, it actually, after after a couple of weeks, I felt kind of silly to have even posted that because everything did turn out really yeah. well. You know, I, my sister was running the restaurant. Um, I was spending a ton of money in Korea, <laughs> you know, staying yeah, of course, time, You yeah. got to live, man. Yeah. So what's, so, what's her cost of living like? Uh, uh it's actually kind of, it's pretty similar okay. to here. I think okay. pretty much, um, cabs are a lot cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> so my, my question is like a lot of people have that mindset that you had in, in the beginning, but how did you flip it? Like most people, even when they get all the support in the world, they can't flip it. Really? Well, that's kind of surprising me because, you know, once I started seeing the support and just people saying, I think it's, you know, um, I don't know, you know. Because you were in a, this is a normal circumstances for someone that's, you know, has a house, has a job and they know, you know, they can live and get by. But you're you're in a circumstance where all the odds are against you. You're not where you're familiar with. You're you you have all this stuff going on but yet you still you know, chose to you chose to flip your mindset you know i think it was um i, I wouldn't exactly say i chose it myself because i think mm. it was mostly faith you mm. know when people say you know i'm praying for you or i'm we're thinking about you we're pulling for you a higher power right and then i'm thinking well you know all my life in my in my mind you know god has always been good to me so i'm thinking well you know i i already see you know i already see the support and i already see that everything's going to be okay so in mm-hmm. my mind oh i just have to try to get home would you, know, you say I, that it was a form of surrender basically let yeah let yeah, things yeah, yeah, flow yeah exactly should... that's pretty much it that's that's a, that's, that's a tough one yeah, yeah I you're think like that's almost, what it you're was. almost surrendering to god you know what i mean right like, i'm just like, like hey it's in your hands now dude that's yeah. exactly yeah. what it was yeah, yeah. 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 people i feel like this is an important aspect that people should try to understand you don't have to be a believer of a of your religion you can still surrender to the process yeah i think know? so and yeah it's, it's it's something the christianity whatever a lot of religions do that and right. it's something that people will just like hey but it's really actually something that you should have in your life mm. you know yeah you know here's here here's how i thought it, and you don't have to think of it mm-hmm. from as a religious perspective but it, from a in my mind, I'm thinking, you know, 
I my prayers were, please let me just get home. But it, by the end, I'm thinking, in my it changed the it changed to well. Sometimes God doesn't give what you ask for, but He gives you what you need. Mm. Yeah, you yeah. know. Now. You can think of that from a religious perspective, which is how I chose to think of it. But you can always also think of it, well, things will work out if you just let it work out. Yes. You know what I mean? Don't fight it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and and it did. And, uh, you know, um, you know, I'll be honest, If even if I didn't post it on Facebook, you know, I, I think in the end, I would have still came home. You know, right. I would have. My sister would have still pulled off, you know. She would have been, she she would have done a good, you know, still done a uh, a great job running the yeah. restaurant, you know. But but I would I wouldn't have been as emotionally or mentally stable without all the support. Yeah, exactly. you know? So I would have been living. I would have been in Korea for a month anxious and nervous yeah. and you know yeah. just and, and depressed like, who know exactly like who knows what that would have done for your mental right state, you right know what i mean like yeah. so that was the that was a big you know i think that I mean, was the big difference between you know getting the support and not yeah. getting the support mm -hmm. and then you know they they even said well you know you you might get like i said they might they said you might get fined like, okay, well, if I get fine, you know, as long as I get to go home. But they mm -hmm. also said they might, you know, the maximum penalty is jail time. You, mm -hmm. you might go to prison. Yeah. Uh, so how did you feel at that moment? You know what I mean? Well, when, <laughs> when I first heard it, when I first heard it, I'm like, oh, this can't be happening. Mm -hmm. But then as, as, as things went along, I started to think, you know, everything's working out. I wasn't scared of it because I I didn't think it was going to happen. Maybe yeah, maybe it was right. just my me just putting the yeah. bad stuff yeah, to the yeah, back of my head. Okay. Yeah, you're in that positive mental state. Exactly. Yeah, awesome. that's what it was. Yeah. I, I think that's what Brian's trying to capture on us on this podcast. Is yeah, that, yeah, you know that like keeping that positive state oh, yeah. is like is is key in these kind of situations. You know, you yeah. know everything that uh you know that everything that happened I could I, I could have thought of it in the neck oh this is the worst thing ever you yeah know? why me right why me mm -hmm. kind of thing situation but you know i think in my mind okay so this is happening for a reason and you know i i, I got to see like in, even in korea i got to meet a lot of people who called me and said you know hey we'd like to support you you know so so all the negatives turned into all the positives that's awesome. because you know i got to meet great people I got to see how uh, uh, how great of a community I live in. How people can come together. Yeah, it had to. Yeah, they came together, and that had to. They they learned from you, and they were able to give. And giving oh gosh, was great, yeah. you know. Yeah, and you know, yeah, a lot of positive came. Like my sister, she got she she got to uh, learn the business. Oh, yeah. a lot faster than she would have <laughs> yeah. uh, otherwise. So I think overall it was a positive experience. Yeah, cool. um, negative for my feet, but positive overall. <laughs> so, but I mean, but to be fair, dude, a little walking never hurt anybody. You no, know what I'm saying? Sure did. Yeah, no. So. I think uh, my my legs are a little bit stronger. Yeah, I, I, I'm sure fact, your mind is even way stronger. I now, think so you know? too. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Um, it, towards the end, I even like, um, you know, for the first almost three weeks, all I did was trying to find a way back home but you know i'm thinking well now i got like 10 days left 
I might as well enjoy Korea. So there you go. At yeah. that point, I started doing the touristy stuff, yeah. went to the tourist places. I climbed, uh, I climbed uh, two Korean mountains. You know, got yeah. to see yeah, the view. Awesome. You didn't they get had, any photos or anything, did you? Oh, yeah, I did actually. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you, you have to. You have to. You, well, yeah, yeah, I'll get no, with you. You'll yeah. send. We'll send them. Yeah, yeah it's some really amazing. Yeah, I would love to. I'd love that. Korea has some really and in the I see you got a picture like kind of kind of like the mountains up there, yeah, but yeah. up in the mountains, a lot of Korean mountains in the middle of the mountain, you know, especially the big ones, they have temples. Oh man! Oh, that's awesome, man! Throughout the mountain, you know, even at the top, there's another temple, and yeah, in the yeah. middle, there's a small temple. At man. the bottom, you know, just going up i'm like oh man this is just it's like a know, spiritual journey oh you know? yeah, it, yeah it was just a cleanse for the soul yeah. it really <laughs> yeah, was. literally you know you're in soul cleansing your soul yeah, yeah. crazy man <laughs> and people tell people say that you know climb a mountain and it'll you know you know it it, it will like you know open up your uh, uh so you went through your sacred journey basically <laughs> oh, yeah you know I, I would like to say that yeah i would think so yeah I, that's what i say i'm big on that is everyone needs to go on their sacred journey yeah it, it was amazing you know just just that first time i went up and i looked down and you know i felt the air and just seeing that beautiful beautiful landscape and yeah. you know seeing the all the you know the temples and just it, it was just almost life-changing right. you know? it was it was amazing it's pure bliss it's yeah, like peace it really you know was, yeah did, when you're in that moment there did you feel like your dad was with you you know like your family everybody were you like like at that moment you're at the top of this mountain and you're like dude like the it worked out like everyone came together yeah, and, you yeah, know yeah. well to me it was like now i i guess i could have thought that but i really to, at that moment you know I think all I was thinking is like, oh, everything is okay now. You know, yeah. everything. I wasn't thinking about. I was just thinking about that moment and right. me. And You're like, one well, with the, yeah. yeah. I, everything else that happened before, or that was going to happen, or what's happening at the bottom of the mountain, was nothing to me. I, all I felt was me and just the air. You know, it's, yeah. yeah, it's just pure consciousness. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just and presence. It's, you know, yeah, that's awesome. And uh, you know, it was very, very. I, I guess. I was at peace. Yeah, yeah that's. I think that's. That's awesome. Word. That's the best word. So, what is the one takeaway you had during this whole process? I think the biggest takeaway is that people are good, you know, and you know, and you know, there is you know a lot of good. You know, you all you see is like all these negatives in the news and stuff, but. You know, to me, I, even to this day, people are still coming in saying, hey, welcome back, you know. Yeah. And I think to me, the biggest thing was that there there are a lot of good people and, you know, there are people who care. And and, uh, and it, it you may not think it, but just saying I care, it really does so for somebody who's down. It really does lift them up. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Yeah. For a moment, you know, so. <clears throat> so some people just you know might may think like well i mean you know they know but you know just hearing it yeah it's just, like positive affirmation you know yeah. you're just like and it really does yeah. make a difference i think cool That's i think awesome. that to me that was the biggest takeaway yeah uh, and that you know sometimes you just gotta let don't be so tied up with the negative because all everything that's negative can you know, 
be viewed in a positive way, I mm -hmm. think, too. Right, um, it's your perspective on that I situation. Think so, yeah. yeah. Um, it, it, I guess in a way, it, it was like a journey for me. I'm telling you, yeah. man, it is. <laughs> yeah. Just so, so just how you're saying everything, we were at the bottom of the mountain when it started, yeah. and then you were at the top of the mountain physically and yeah. mentally yeah. and spiritually. How I've been saying a little earlier when we first started, mm -hmm. you have to be within peace. Yeah. And yeah, and you know, I, I think just like you said before, it it is the mindset. Yeah, how you look at things. You know, you can look at it as well. This is just a trial. This is just a terrible thing yeah. that's happening to me, and this you know sucks or whatever. Yeah. Or you can think of view it as well. This is a a, a, a learning test. experience, or right, it's like yeah, a, a test. it's a it's a chance for me to grow. Mm -hmm. or, you know, cool. So I I think from that I grew from the whole experience I grew spiritually, I awesome. grew mentally and you know, I'm I'm trying to be I wanna be more involved with the community and, yeah. and overall I uh, it, it did, I think it did it was a life changing experience almost. Yeah. yeah. That's good, man. I'm 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 just happy to hear that you know that you're safe and home and happy and yeah. the business is doing well, you know. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I just love no, so, seeing so much positivity out of the community. You know? It was, yeah. Yeah, just having, having your business still running, that's a test to your business, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. I think you, if I was in your shoes, I'd be like, these workers, everyone in the customers, everyone about this business, this is this was meant to yeah. be. This, this really was well. the right yeah. choice. And it's a family. I think, uh, you know, my, my sister, I joke that uh, business was actually better while I was gone. <laughs> uh, so, uh, maybe that's uh, maybe I'm the she runs, yeah, yeah, she runs the show. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I yeah. I, I am like thankful and thankful of everybody and proud of you know, proud of my family and my employees. They, yeah. Everything everything pulled together and everything turned out really well. That's awesome for me, I think. What's uh, one thing you've learned from your dad? My dad is the kind of guy, you know, when I, when I, and this is the, this is my dad, everybody loved my dad. So when I went to Korea and he had no, he didn't, he didn't have any family over there. So, well, well, my cousin's there, but he didn't have any immediate family there. So when I went there, um, Everything was already over. Everything was done, and this is this is the thing I, I learned from my dad: is like, just be good to people because he he really was, and it's it's a you can see it by the way his friends, his friends that were in Korea that you know that haven't seen him for years, you know, just came together. Come together. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, they came together. They took care of his. Um, they took care of him while I was in the hospital. They stayed with him, and uh, you know they they helped put the do the funeral all together. They put it all together. They took care of it. You know, not all friends do that. You know, they right. really went out of their way, and even uh, you know he, he was cremated and um, to you know bury the ashes. My one of his friends actually he owns some land, and you know. Uh, put aside this plot of land just for him. That's awesome. You know, Man, and, that's awesome. <laughs> and uh, he, they said it's because there was this beautiful tree that he really liked, and 
you know they put him right under the tree that's awesome they really oh i mean to live like that you know where people even at even after you you're you dead you you die they still care enough to you know want to right and he his friends even say well you know i i want him to be close to us yeah, so, yeah. they're like preserving his legacy almost, right you know, and, which is awesome and they're still you know they still call yeah. me asking me how i that's awesome I, i'm some of them i've never even met but they yeah. all love him so much that's all yeah and uh so he sounds like a powerful person you know somebody who cared about his community yeah he really really loved his friends yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. i mean that's he really did. yeah and he he really really he and i've never met a single person you know well i guess no that's not true but i wanted to say that i've never met a single person that didn't you know uh uh get along with him sure but you know my parents are divorced so <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I know one person yeah, I'm, a, I'm a child of divorce myself so I, understand. Uh, I know one person who didn't get along with him, so. yeah but I, I think overall i mean he he did leave a a, a legacy of, of sorts that's yeah. awesome man um with his uh with his friends so yeah yeah um yeah uh if you if you can can you uh do a shout out for your restaurant for our listeners yeah we're gonna plug you oh yeah uh it's i actually, actually don't know how, i don't even know how to do a shout out <laughs> never, <laughs> so uh so tea tree asian bistro over in perrysburg and levis commons uh is my restaurant and you know uh you can come in anytime and we you know we are literally run by the family me and my sister run the whole restaurant my mom runs the back you know and uh i we got a great family and the community as, as you heard from this you know whole thing we are in a really really awesome community um and uh it's, it's a beautiful restaurant so. yeah no that's i mean that's perfect dude that's yeah. all you're just mention where you're at that's it you yeah. know we can yeah. we can edit all this stuff you know now it's how i know yeah, so. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i've never done my own shout out before yeah, so. there you go yeah i mean you did a good job so <laughs> sweet oh uh, yeah so uh, do you have, where can people find you online uh teacheryasianbistro.com okay. um and then we got our facebook um uh, tea tree asian bistro same thing yeah so uh we got an instagram <laughs> cool um and uh yeah yeah i'll put that in the show notes too people just click on the link and yeah stuff. okay yeah. you got anything coming up oh yeah matter of fact yeah i did want to mention uh you know all the support that i got from the community me and my sister are actually trying to put together a community appreciation day nice. where we'll have some like uh you know free food and yeah. uh um, we wanted to tie it in with a local uh, nonprofit charity or something so that, you know, we can give back to the community a little cool. bit. And um, I wanted to just for people to come out, just just even just to say hi or just, you know, and uh, I just want to thank, I mean, everybody, even if you didn't, you know, you didn't contact me, but in your thought, oh, I hope he's OK, you know, yeah, even even that, you know, just just a positive thought was just enough and i just want to thank all those people so yeah. uh, we're trying to put something together uh we're hoping for uh early april probably okay, okay. Um, cool 
Cool. We just got to find a nonprofit that you know we can work with. I can so. uh, I can totally help you with that. I know uh, my friends that we met last night. Um, yeah. She runs a couple of nonprofits. Okay. So I can I can get you in touch with my friend here. Yeah. Awesome. So yeah, and, me and uh, my sister are looking right now. Yeah, I can try to. You know, I can definitely help you. Oh, my, that'd be uh, great. My yeah. uh, my building owner here as well. His wife runs a nonprofit on the third floor. Okay. So I can get you in touch with people. If that's yeah, what yeah, you yeah. need. No, I yeah. would love to. Yeah. Okay. So be awesome. Yeah. The one final question I ask all my guests this what is one thing you've learned from someone else that changed your outlook on life you know uh when i said uh everything that i i guess right now the the biggest thing that comes to my mind is uh i met a pastor who reached out to me when i was in korea and he's the one that kind of you know he said well i know you're going through a tough time you know he prayed for me and he said but you know and he's the one who mentioned you know sometimes you don't always get what you ask for you know mm -hmm. but true. you will always always get what you need mm -hmm. 100%. and yeah and i think that those words just stayed with me for the rest of my stay in korea right that's so, why i feel like that uh the song the rolling what the rolling Stones said you can't always get what you want but if you try sometime you just might find yeah, yeah, yeah what yeah. you need yeah <laughs> yeah it's the and that those words you know i think helped flip my mindset yeah man to the positive so, i mean all the other things did too but yeah that's first, that, that was a more of a switch kind of uh, yeah moment of course that's awesome man well i thank you so much for coming here and taking time out of your day yeah, yeah.